Welcome in to another podcast episode for Codings Pro Magazine. I'm Stephanie Chizik and I'm Editor-in-Chief of Codings Pro. We have with us today Haley Jordan, Business Development Assistant at Spraytech. Spraytech is a commercial roofing and insulation company servicing uh, Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio, and they specialize in spray applied systems for commercial, industrial, and institutional buildings. Thank you so much for joining us today, Haley. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Sweet. So why don't you go ahead and start by giving our listeners maybe a bit of your background? Sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, I am actually, so both of my parents own uh, own Spraytech. We are a woman-owned company, so my mom actually owns the majority, but they have been in business together um, and running Spraytech for 30 years. This is our 30th year, so we celebrated that. Um, but yeah, so I'm their daughter, but uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm their daughter. I always joke that I've uh, been working here for 25 years. Um, but that it feels like it just because I have grown up with spray tech, but, um, I went to school for actually multimedia journalism. So a little different than roofing, but, um, and then I actually worked in home staging and interior design for a while, um, until I graduated college and dad asked if I would come and give him one year at Spray Tech, just working in the office, doing some marketing. And that was like three or four, maybe five years ago now. So um, I stuck around and I'm a roofer now and I love that. That's amazing, yeah. Well, and can you just give a little bit of a, maybe um, an overview of what you guys do at Spray Tech? Sure, yeah. Uh, probably my favorite thing, we repair and restore all types of roofs. Um, commercial roofs and we also insulate so we're spray foam insulation spray applied systems are our specialty so we can repair and restore or replace uh, commercial roofs and we can also insulate uh, interior and exterior exterior of commercial buildings okay that's that's I mean it sounds like you guys do a lot then and I'm wondering too how you bring your background into it I bet you you have such an unique point of view to bring to the to the business that you can kind of like you know kind of think outside the box maybe or or something along those lines I think the only thing that's maybe not the only thing but the biggest thing that I bring to the table is like trying to explain why this matters so it's kind of that uh that perspective of no one cares about their roof as much as we do no one cares about spray foam as much as we do so it's kind of making that uh, bridging that gap of like why should you care and education on that um, that part of it and so that's what just totally geeks me out and and what gets us all excited is about how we can find a solution or you know engineer something for a customer that is just like the best value and something that just blows their minds with um, how much they can save how much uh, how how their building can be restored, whatever it is, um, just working with customers and finding that best value and um, getting them excited about our products and services too. Um, but yeah, that that's that's part of my favorite part and hopefully what I'm best at in a sense. Do you think that most people come to you guys when there are like as um reactive, you know, when they're having leaks or something like that, as opposed to proactively coming to you? Most definitely. That is, uh, that's probably the number one thing that we say is like, you don't care about your roof until you need to, which honestly, it's out of sight, out of mind. You know, you can't blame anybody for that. Uh, we're really, really pushing 
uh, our preventative maintenance right now and trying to explain and educate our customers and potential customers of why maintenance and paying attention to your roof every single year, um, twice a year preferably, is so important. Um, but that, I mean, we've been saying that for years. It's just kind of, it seems like that time for education where people are, once we have them, you know, and they're interested, it's like we want to continue to explain it. Look, this isn't a one-time thing. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be worse. It's going to be a longer-term issue if you don't pay attention to it now or pay attention to it little by little each year. So, yeah, it, definitely. People come to us when it's leaking or it is so old. It's you know, it just looks awful and mm -hmm. it, something just needs to happen, um, which, uh, like I said, you can totally understand. Um, this one, it's, a, it's a large investment and we don't uh, overlook that at all. Yeah, I mean, I think about it, you just reminded me of, it's like time to get my HVAC checked, you know, it's like, hey, you're supposed to do that exactly. twice a year, and um, it's probably the same sort of mentality as, as like, you know, if you don't, if you don't pay attention to it, you could have a serious problem down the line that's probably even more costly and more disruptive, and, you know, it's so interesting. Could exactly, you, exactly. Could you maybe explain to our listeners who don't know what spray foam is, just, you know, that thousand kind of foot view of, of what spray foam is? Yes. Yeah, so anybody who is not familiar with spray foam, I think they should be. Um, it's a unique product. Honestly, spray foam and coatings are such unique products that they have so many uses that um, I, I really do think that there is a solution for anybody in there, um, whether it be on the commercial or residential side. Obviously, we focus on commercial, but um, just the functionality of spray foam. You've got the fact that it's self-adhering and a seamless application. It's very long-lasting, a warranted system, uh, leak-free, reflective, so there's some cool roof rebates that you could possibly cash in on. So um, energy efficiency, all of these, you know, big uh, marketing words, if you will, uh, are make it a great product to, uh, to look into. But uh, like I said, the functionality and just how versatile it is, whether it's an interior, an exterior application, um, a complete roof system, or, I mean, we can even insulate tanks. We insulate tanks with spray foam um, and ductwork insulation. So if there's just a lot of different uses. And I think, so, like I said, something for everybody. Yeah, I think, and, and just for our listeners' sake, um, I'll put a little plug in. The reason that we kind of focus some of our projects on spray foam, to your point, is that the exterior spray foam products need to be coated to protect them, I, I, as far mm -hmm. as I understand, from UV rays and those kinds of um, things that could affect the, the functionality of the spray foam. So we've definitely done exterior tank projects that are insulated and then coated on top. So you had mentioned the coatings portion. I just wanted to kind of circle back and explain to our coatings pro readers yeah. why it is that we focus on spray foam occasionally. So Exactly, exactly. And don't even get me started on coatings <laughs> and um, why they're so great. I think that, um, I mean, that's, I think that is coming up, honestly, more than spray foam. Um, but yeah, there's uses for both. Honestly, there's a, a time and a place, if you will, for both of them. So, yeah, both of them are great products. Absolutely. No one thing can be the solution for, for all problems, I would think. So they all have a place. So I guess over your, I don't know how long you've been there now at Spray Tech, but what are the kind of lessons learned? I, even just over the past year, I feel like we've all grown so much or been forced to grow, I guess. <laughs> you know, what, um, yeah. 
challenges, opportunities have you guys experienced that you want to share with our listeners? Well, of course. I mean, you can't go anywhere without someone saying, like, well, it's just been an odd year, and it definitely has. Um, I think our whole team has done an amazing job just being flexible and, and learning how to adapt to the, the changing landscape. But um, we have learned a lot about you know, flexibility, which we always are. We always try to be flexible and creative. Uh, one of our values is the fact that we can value engineer a solution to something. Like you said, there's not um, one solution for everything. So really having to adapt in like the different areas of masks and temperature checks and working around other contractors in a safe and, you know, distant way. Um, but thankfully, we were able to keep going uh, during the shutdown and just being part of the construction industry. But it didn't come without challenges, obviously. Um, but that being said, we learned a lot about uh, adapting and, and especially with people's budgets, they need work done, but obviously took a huge hit this year. So um, our repair division has really grown. It's like, okay, let's just fix some of the main problems and then put you on a plan um, to, to save up, you know what you have to budget for, and um, we'll restore the roof a few years down the road. Um, but we've also kind of diversified our services a little bit this year too. Um, insulation has really grown just because um, it's kind of that quick fix to some of the energy efficiency problems and um, honestly, there's a lot of new construction this year as well, so um, which is great that you know infrastructure is still rocking and rolling. But we've been a part of that, um, and we've also kind of dipped our foot in a little bit more into the membrane side of roofing, which is so new for us, but um, definitely a solution that some of our customers really wanted to look at, and it was just the right fit for a few of them. So, um, so yeah, so we. We're able to check that out, and it is a whole other ball game. But it's exciting to to kind of check out all the different things that the roofing industry has to offer. When you say membrane, do you mean like a TPO or built-up roof or something like that? Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah. So we've been working with some some manufacturers and some contractors, uh, like subcontractors too, to try to figure out uh, just the best, most quality application for for those um definitely our bread and butter is spray foam and coatings but um when the customer has something in mind and you know honestly it's a small roof whatever it is uh we can now offer that with them and help them out with that um but yeah we've uh we've had some awesome projects this year despite everything so that's a huge blessing to us yeah and i think your point about being flexible, I think, is a really good one to kind of a key takeaway for me, at least, is it's kind of like, you know, that flexibility was probably underlying in your business already, but to be able to hone in on that and, and do what really what your customers or clients need, um, because obviously their situation is constantly changing as well, um, that's really great. Do, do you see that you'll be able to kind of take those kinds of changes with you into the future? Or, I mean, do you see any big changes that are maybe coming down the pike for, for the, um, the contracting world? Sure. Yeah. I think, um, honestly, I think we all have a tendency to get, you know, to put ourselves in autopilot almost and just kind of put our blinders on and do what we've always done. But, you know, despite all the, the major setbacks that this has brought, it has definitely 
opened our eyes to, wow, okay, we need to figure something else out. The, the way that it was is not going to work anymore. And, I mean, that, I think, is just for years to come, honestly. I'm, not, I'm no expert on it or anything, but I definitely think that our team here at Spray Tech, um, the eyes have been opened. Our eyes have been opened to, okay, we got to adapt. Um, we need to educate people. We need to show some of the, the new ways of doing things. And um, so I'm excited about those possibilities of, of what's to come. And I think that, you know, it's kind of like a, a kind of a breath of fresh air in a sense that we're going to, we're kind of pumped up about, about some changes and, and it really made us focus on even some of our internal processes and, and gave us a little bit of time to, uh, to really focus on those as well, uh, just to make sure that we're offering present and future customers the best version of us. Um, and so, yeah, if anything, I think it made, you know, everybody kind of like wake up a little bit and get creative and um, learn how to work together, but be apart in mm-hmm. some sense. So um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of rebuilding that needs to happen. And honestly, that's what I miss the most of this year probably is just working with, other contractors and educating them on our products and services. So I'm excited to either do that virtually here in the next, you know, few months, or if we can, you know, figuring out how to get in there and see them because the biggest part of this industry, or at least with uh, what we're doing is education and, and showing them what, what the value of this system is. Um, So Adapting to that is going to be our 2021 focus for sure. I love that. I mean, it's such a, you know, there's obviously a lot of negatives that have happened this past year, but what a great kind of way to find a positive spin to it for your company. And, and sounds like for like personal growth as well within the company. That's great. Do you, do you think that some of that virtual um, relationship building that you sort of mentioned or you alluded to, I, I, you definitely are active on social media. Has, has that sort of helped or kind of been in the place of those personal meetings or is that working or are you finding other solutions? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's been good. I honestly was very hesitant to ever get started on LinkedIn. Well, at least a few years ago, uh, my dad pushed and pushed and pushed and said, no, you need to be on LinkedIn. I was like, no, you know, <laughs> no one gets on that. You know, like that's not where our demographic is. Um, but you know, more than anything, one, I can totally take in the and say I was so wrong in that, that um, <laughs> wherever you can be, I'll tell him that he's not here right now, but if he listens to this, he'll know that <laughs> I said I was wrong. But, um, you know, I think, I think, um, I think that anywhere that somebody could find you or if someone's searching for you, they're, they're already interested. You know what I mean? You, you have a little bit of that interest from them that you need to capitalize on. So put your best foot forward, whether they're, giving you a phone call and you get to explain it over the phone, you get to go out and show them what you do, or if they're just doing their research and um, can find some of your content online, obviously. So it it just kind of clicked in that way of, it's like, what, what do people want to see? What do people need to see? Um, And just kind of honing in our messaging a little bit more um, than we were before. Obviously we have a lot of way to go, but I've got some, cool ideas at least they're cool in my mind um, for next year for some content Um, but I think across the board and I was talking to one of our manufacturing reps about this just on Friday um, about drone footage and videos and it's like she was complaining about it too she's just saying that 
all of our videos are out of date and they're they're not speaking to the right demographic. You know, we, we can't explain what we do uh, well enough with those videos. And so everything needs to be updated. And um, I totally agreed. I think that the industry as a whole is going to get uh, much better on the virtual front and uh, making videos and, and just being really descriptive with it. So I'm excited for our growth as an industry um, in the next few years. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, and, and with cell phones and drones and all these tools we now have at our disposal sure. that everyone seems to have at their disposal, it's kind of like, okay, well, now's the time to capitalize on all of that. That's a great idea. I think that, well, Cody's Pro, too, they, um, you know, just in general, they, their education front, I think that that's so important. Um, you know, they're showcasing some of these projects. They're showcasing contractors and and you know, whether or not the mass majority of people ever see these things, if anybody ever searches for it, it's going to be there. And that is like that there's so much value in that. It, you just can't even really put a price tag on it. Um, so, I mean, I obviously really, really appreciate that, just that we have that support from you all. Yeah. I mean, thanks for the plug. I'll take it. <laughs> that was not paid for. <laughs> 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 that's actually a really good kind of dovetail question to um, my kind of I wanted to go into the awards program too so the way that you and I met was because you guys had submitted for I think this is how we met at least for the awards program last year mm -hmm. and you guys won third place in the commercial roof category for a project that was called industrial coding system so um, I just thought you know now's the perfect time we've we're getting ready to close our, our awards program submissions for this year. We extended through the end of November. So if you're, if anyone's listening before November 30th, please do mm -hmm. submit your project. But I thought you'd be a perfect person to chat with just briefly, you know, what made you want to apply to the awards program? Is there anything that you kind of are able to get out of it? You, you briefly just touched on that about, you know, kind of, um, I guess, marketing towards your potential future customers. But, um, you know, can you just touch on, on why you decided to participate in the program last year? Sure, yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking back at it, or back on it a little bit um, when I was thinking about our, our conversation, and um, I remembered that I honestly was not going to submit anything last year, and so I'm almost, I'm embarrassed to say that, that I wasn't going to. I was just, it was the end of the year, and I had a lot of stuff going on, mm -hmm. but the guys in my office kept, you know, forwarding the emails that you guys sent, you know, <laughs> to reminder, blah, 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 and, and so I was like, fine, <laughs> you know, fine, I will, I will submit this year, and it's the only reason that I held back is just because I'm not, I'm not the best at the technical elements of it. And you guys asked a lot of questions about that, which is important. And so it was more of just like, I'm going to have to pull out the job back. I'm going to have to do all this stuff. But once you do, I mean, once you do, you start looking back at it, it's like, oh, you know, people would actually be interested in this. This is, this is a really cool project. Um, and so I don't know what stops you from doing it, but it, I think it's just being lazy and putting in the effort. But I'm so glad that I did, obviously, because we got a little uh, press out of it. Um, and honestly, that's, that's probably the best part of it is um, you guys just make it look so pretty. And I just think that it has that credibility behind it. It's like, look, we're not just saying, you know, we're not, we're not the only ones who think this is cool. There's other people who see this project and, and recognize its value in a sense and recognize the 
the unique uh, parts of it. But yeah, for this particular project, the industrial coating system, we they were actually uh, these huge grain silos um, here in Louisville, Kentucky, and our our customer had been one that we were trying to close, if you will, for a while. They just, you know, it's a big project. It's, I mean, every single thing had to be craned to the roof. Like the crane was there almost the entire time. So obviously it was a large undertaking. Um, but so we finally, after like three or four years, were able to close this project and, um, you know, start to mobilize our crews and, it was a huge safety undertaking as well. Obviously, they were like 180 feet up on these silos and working with the crane. And they had a, um, they only had a like a single person elevator. So everybody had to take like either the stairs up all of those uh, stories or the single person elevator. So all of our equipment and everything and tools each day. So it was just this big project. And honestly, it was it was so cool once we finished it. The pictures came out awesome. Um, they, I think that that was really cool in the magazine to see, obviously. But it was just a, a testament, I guess, to the way that we can restore a roof in even the most unique of conditions. So, uh, huge silos, silos, which you would not expect would need you know that kind of work. We were able to tear off sections of it, um, not all of it, because it just didn't need it. So we just tore off the sections that were wet um, and that held moisture and replaced those with spray foam and then coated over all of it. Um, and so that was just really cool. And I think that people, that same company actually called us just the other day for something else. So we're excited to work with them again. Um, but I do think people were impressed by that and would have never, I honestly would not have put that much emphasis on it if it hadn't been for you all asking me to, in a sense. Hounding you, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah, the, the emails. No, the emails. It is so good, but sometimes you just overlook those things. It's like you keep getting emails, and it's like it doesn't register mm-hmm. until finally it's like, yeah, I I should do that. That's good, and then you get paid back for it. So not every time, but um, it is really cool that that we were chosen. Um, definitely a victory over here. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And we'll be sure to link to the uh, the project's profile that we we did the write-up of um, that Haley's talking about in, in the show notes today. So yeah, awesome. Thanks. You know, we definitely appreciate all of the support and um, we've, we've heard similar stories from other contractors that the awards program allows them to kind of use it for their own marketing material to say like, like you just said, you know, hey, we're not just touting our own you know work we really we want to shout from the rooftops that these that that a you know international magazine is also able to um identify that we were an award-winning project so you know it's it definitely is it's a win-win as far as we're concerned and that's why we do it you know we um we want to make sure that we're awarding and rewarding deserving crews so awesome well, thanks for the for the uh, for the plug that I made you plug. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there anything else that you want to mention before we sign off today? I mean, we've definitely been able to chat a lot about what you guys do and um, you know this the kind of the spray foam roofing world. Um, but if there's anything else, please feel free to to mention it. Sure. Um, I think the only thing that I want to convey probably the most is just that if you have a project, if someone listening has a project 
um, no matter where you are, but you think that you could potentially save money by just repairing or restoring a roof or, um, you know, a tank, whatever it might be, it's that spray foam and coatings are great options. If you don't know a lot about them, you should do some research. Coatings Pro obviously has some great spots for that or our website. We have a lot there. Um, just if someone's interested, obviously we service a certain area. So if you're outside of our area, uh, might not be the best fit, but at least we have that information there if you're interested. And um, our guys are always game to talk about it, to just provide that uh, information for somebody if they're interested, because we really do believe in the products, honestly, um, especially the ones that we work with from, you know, some of our key manufacturers. We work a lot with them. Um, and so, yeah, I could, I, I, that's all I would add, probably. And do you want to maybe go ahead and give your website then so that people can reach out if, if sure. they want? Most definitely. Most definitely. It is www.spray-tech, and that's P-E-C, so spray-tech.com. Um, and every, a lot of people put the H in there, but there's no H, so spray-tech.com. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll add that, too, to the show notes. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of your time today, Haley. That was really great chatting with you and, and giving some of our listeners, you know, some good tips on maybe how they can use spray foam uh, in their contracting business as well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.